What's going on, everyone? What's going on? What a nice hmm. photo to lead off with. A family photo. Nice. <laughs> Just what Aww. I was going to talk about. I thought we'd all appreciate the uh, the old Sears Photo Center nostalgia that picture brings up. Yeah, right. <laughs> Move my heart. With a yeah, forest right. background behind you. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Carbonite Bounded BS with me and the nerds. How's everyone doing this week? Good? Good. Great. What's going Great. on? Yeah. yeah. It's definitely been good. But as we discussed last week, guys, this will be our uh, season three kind of review and discussion point of Mandalorian season three. And we'll do some general housekeeping news and notes as all things related to Star Wars as we got some interesting information this week from maybe some returns back to the series. So before we even dive into that, let's start IDP, let you guys know where to find us at. Nerdcyclopedia.com. Make sure that you go into your favorite website, getting all your favorite um, social media platforms in session and making sure you're atting us and doing all that good social media stuff on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and also on TikTok. If you are listening to us on podcast, make sure that you are um, subscribing to us on iHeartRadio. Tune in, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. Um, subscribe to us also on YouTube. Thank you for watching us. And also hit that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. Um, share with your friends. If you're watching us on the Facebook feed, um, Carmen at Bonnie B as the Star Wars group. We are on that feed talking about everything Star Wars. Make sure that you share that too. So, you know, we can get some more members to join. Um, email us, nurse at nerdcyclopedia.com. We love getting responses and everything and feedback on anything we could do better on here because we're not perfect, but we strive to be. Well said, well said. Add us, Add us now. <laughs> Add us now. Yeah, DP, but uh, yeah, you know, kind of um, good segue to start as far as, you know, feedback and whatnot. I mean, it's kind of funny because we discussed this, you know, kind of like our we did our quick review, obviously, last week with the finale. But um, a lot of weird mixed reviews coming in. Um, I'm sure other people who listen to us watch, you know, follow other larger accounts and, and earn this in media as well as we are. And it's just the reaction I've kind of seen is kind of funny. Um you know, it's like a mixed bag, right? Like, I get, you know, where some people are coming from somewhat, but then I'm like on the other side, like, really? Like, what can we expect? I mean, I think that um, as we discuss this more and more, you know, DP, we've said this, like, it's almost like we've been spoiled. We're getting to this fact that, you know, we're that spoiled brat child. I know Hitch has alluded to this so much. We've gotten <laughs> so much content, yeah. like, over the last couple years, right? And it's been with Marvel, right? They've delivered so many good projects for so many phases that, like, we're at this point to where, like, literally it's impossible for them to top, like, you know, the last, the next thing. And so, you know, it's hard to really, like, take some of their stuff, you know, because obviously you want to be open, you know, you know, open-minded to everybody's opinion, but like some of the stuff I'm hearing and reading and like, it's just like, you know, we talk about headcanon and this stuff, but it's like some of the stuff I'm reading in here and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like what more can they do? Yeah, we wanted more of this. Yeah, we wanted more of that. But ultimately, like we got what, eight episodes, roughly 40 minutes each, 320 minutes. I mean, that's longer than, that's basically a two-part movie of mm -hmm. content. Yeah. Uh, what more can we ask? So we'll just start right there. I'll let you guys kind of take the floor and we'll just kind of float around and see what everybody's thoughts are as far as, you know, general thoughts as far as where the season went. 
So um, I'm, I'm, I was thinking about this during the week and everything, and I was listening to a couple podcasts and stuff. Um, I'm, I'm hearing that if you binge this season or binge like, you know, a few episodes in a row, it plays out a lot better than waiting every week, you know, for for each episode. If you're sitting up there waiting for a week for a certain thing to happen and then going back to the next week, it's like, OK, you're 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 heavily anticipating something and then writing something in your head via headcanon or whatever and then it ends up not being the case whereas if you're binging like a netflix model or whatever five seconds later you know you're on to the next episode and then last episode but doesn't that doesn't that corrupt the way these things are being dropped to us well i so so i mean it's two ways you can look at it so Hmm. if the way the story is being being written is being written as episodic week to week okay cliffhangers Um, yeah cliffhangers and stuff so if that's the effect they're trying to get, um, it, it hasn't resonated with everyone. You know, I'm fine, personally to me, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it and everything. Um, I'm, I enjoyed the season, um, but I can see where, you know, certain people are coming from with like the binge model, three or four episodes in a row or two, at least two or three episodes, you know, in bulk. And then, um, you know, and then you binge those and then, you know, go to the next week. Um, and then three, you know, three more episodes. And then, you know, of course you get a shorter season, but that's the way they program it and stuff. But with the Netflix type model where everything drops at once, you may get a better, you know, season understanding or, or, or a better uh, vibe for it, you know, for, you know, for the season and stuff. I don't know because hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> you know, you could say it, it could play like that, but you know, I'm not the one watching it for the first time binging this whole thing. It's for those who have done or doing that now who can, you know, speak to that, you know, the, the most. But, um, but yeah, but, but there, I mean, that's, that's where I'm at, you know, with that. I, I don't think this season dropped the ball. I don't. I think no. it, I think it kept things going. I think if you, it anticipated. So, I looked forward to each new episode. I didn't, I wasn't like drained. I didn't like, it wasn't that Netflix thing. Now I'm a stranger things fan. Right now. That's a show that I think needs to be binge watched just the way it's fed to me. That's, that's my opinion. Okay. I don't think if I had to wait week to week for another episode of stranger things, would I keep, would it, would it captivate me? I think it would. Yeah, well, I, 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 to be honest, they'd have to try it. They'd have to try it and see if it worked. On but, your point, that's the whole conundrum that Netflix is running into, right? They don't have the platform to release Stranger Things week by week, and they've shown that with them trying to live stream like shows and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, they can't do like, any live events. Yeah, yeah they, they can't they, do they it. Try to, they try to do a live event, and they, they literally their platform crashed. Right, and, like and I so. and I and I pick on Stranger Things, but I also watched Lost in Space, the reboot, and that was yeah. great. But there again, I don't think that that held continuity i don't think it would have held my interest if i had to wait a week to watch an episode i needed to watch that thing in chunks like three or four at a time Mm -hmm. now mandalorian i think they spaced it properly and i think it 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 made me want that next week you know i was looking forward to wednesday it wasn't like i'm one and done you know i wasn't that that, you know gonna leave it and I just have to say, so I understand where this season fit because it 
brought um, it brought Bo-Katan into the into the front, like the forefront of this story. And mm-hmm. this is important because at first I thought she's just waiting. She's beat and she's waiting for something to happen. No, she was waiting for the happen something to happen to her. And that was Din coming to her to bring her into the fold so she could get back what she was entitled to. And I think without this season and the way it was the way it was built, I don't think we would have gotten that as smoothly as we as it happened. My only objection to this season that I want I wanted to see that mythosaur. I wanted to see that thing because they teased it twice, and at neither time did we see this most important element of the Mandalorian creed was the mythosaur. Right. We never saw it. Yeah. It didn't do anything. We saw a lot of other cool creatures, but wouldn't it have been great to see the mythosaur like crack out of the ground and like. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Chekhov's. Hey, seriously, uh, yeah. I mean that was um, Chekhov's mythosaur. We said it early in the season. They got if they introduce it, they brought it back at the end with um, you know the contact with Grogu, but, but didn't do anything. Sort of like a, that was sort of like a cheat. Yeah. I think they didn't want the backlash because they already did that when they rode the um they did they had it in Boba, right? So you don't want to like oversaturate it, right? I don't the know. Great Dragon <laughs> Hunt. Yeah, you know what the, I mean? There's like, been beast there's been beast away. fights on this show all the time. I think with, with the the horn, the big rhinoceros Grogu right. picked yeah. up in the air. Uh, that's a that's sort of turning into the hunt is turning into like a right. little bit of a of a Mando trope. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, this this show is really interesting. I feel almost like they had this mapped out for eight seasons and they ate <clears throat> about two and a half episodes of content by having Mando show up in Book of Boba Fett in the interim. And, it, and that, that feels production related and, and I, it makes me want to give them the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, I, I think that they used the extra time they had to build up suspense and to show more of the world, which is what we want from a show like this. I think making Coruscant into a character is so important for the future of Star Wars television since that's the one, you know, that's the seat of power. That's where everybody is all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a really interesting thing that they've done. And I think it's really paid off already. When we see things happening, of course, we have different landmarks and neighborhoods and it's not just like Neo Tokyo all over the whole planet, right? The space uh, uh, they're, yeah. they're not new yeah. things. We're, we're seeing these things again, being introduced again and again. And right. I liked at the end that the new Republic was just as bad as the old Republic. Well, just as competent well, <laughs> or incompetent, we, right? And, and what what happens when that? What what do you get when that happens? The Empire, <sighs> the Empire comes back. Right. Well, the Empire was not. See, the Empire was the result of a lot of upheaval and a lot of a lot of like turbulence, right? Like <clears throat> the Empire came about because of the destabilization of of the the Republic, you know, from the from the Clone Wars. What's interesting about it seems like the new republic is going to fall and there's not going to be any sort of destabilizing like trigger. It's just this it's just banality. You know what I mean? The banality of bureaucracy and they don't really have a goal beyond recovering what the republic had, but why was the republic important in the first place? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I I really think that that's one thing this season really did well is I think they spent those if you want to call them filler episodes, right? They spent that time really wisely and they, I think, created a character of Coruscant where I'm interested to right. see the things that are happening there in the Acolyte series, 
in the Dawn of the Jedi series. I'm interested in seeing how they plan to show, you know, this planet change um, over the course of the centuries that they're going to cover in yeah. the Star timeline. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big thing because, yeah, think about it. We, we haven't seen this since, you know, arguably like, you know, prequel time. We, we, we really didn't see it much in the original trilogy. And everybody wonders what happened to Coruscant. You know, we're kind of getting a peak of its renaissance, so to speak, as you said, you know, after that. And, you know, maybe if this is going to be what Dawn of the Jedi or whatever, the Ray's new thing will be her new series, Rebirth of the Jedi. That'll be like, what, 20 years from now, 10 years post uh, Rise of Skywalker. So who knows what Coruscant will look like then? Yeah, like maybe people. next season we're going to get more. Um, like if we're going back to like you know the bounty hunter, hunter Mando and everything, we're going to get like the 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 background building of you know Coruscant and like you know st- a lot of stuff with the New Republic and everything. Right. I feel right. that um he's it's it's almost like we're going to get our cake and eat it too. Hopefully. You know, you know, we're going to get the size that, you know, like um, Den and Grogu going on in their adventures and stuff, you know, but we're also going to get a build out of everything that happens, um, you know, with Coruscant in the meantime and stuff. And, you know, with the New Republic uh, on the lead up into, um, you know, whatever movie is going to come out that Filoni's going to do. So and, and you know what? Palpatine is still behind all this somehow. Remember, remember that the the strings are being pulled behind the scenes, and it's just as hidden as it's always been from from day one with this entire saga. How I, I cannot, the yeah. one that's been pulling the strings and and guiding this entire story. Like we think we're like, oh, we're picking up all this new stuff. No, he's already planned this out generations. Well, in parts like this, this is like almost, you know, I, I need to see Chekhov's Palpatine, so to speak. Like, I'd like to see how we got the Grogu kind of like the the, the prequel of his life story. Like, uh-huh. we need to see who rescues Palpatine from like the doldrums or wherever the hell he fell to. Like, who rescues the body or literally is this a spiritual, like an essence transfer, so to speak. Like, I feel like we need to fill that blank in. And it's mm-hmm. one of those things, you know, I've always said, like, I'd like to see more dark side stuff, like more Sith tales. I think we, we're owed that because we know so much about the Jedi. We're getting a Jedi prequel movie. I just feel like we're cheating the other side of the story, so to speak, because you talk about untapped potential. We talk about planets. We have we really know nothing other than the people who read the comic books and go in the lure. We still don't know nothing about the Sith, really. Right. So the acolyte, the acolyte will kind of be like our first foray into maybe some of their their upbringings and, and their knowledge and their their ways of the force. That might um, be a probably, super series. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. Um, but I just like to see like, you know, moving forward, season five, like there's going to be a time jump, obviously. Um, where, what happens? I mean, I know me and D- DP have said it. I, I'm kind of over this whole like video game style hit Den and Grogu, like just like constant, 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 like these like little weekly bounty adventures. We see it on Bad Batch all the time. Like, I mean, I'm cool with the, the, the way it's the Mandalorian. If they even did the episodic to where like we had a Den and Grogu episode, we can go to Bo-Katan. We get introduced to some other Mandalorians, like different things, like, you know, well, mix it up a little bit. What I would be interested in seeing if we're going to stick with Grogu and Den, more of their background, more of how they became to be or whatever, you know, 
I, I, it's, it appears that we're not going to get much of a background on Grogu. But with Din, I think they have an opportunity because we don't really know a whole lot about him. We don't know, you know, um, we, we only got the back, the flashback, the very first episode. We haven't gotten anything, you know, real with him, you know, since then, right? Well, because his whole story is what we're seeing right now. Yeah. He really wasn't, he didn't have much, he, he didn't had, have much he substance. Something. You well, know, he was you a child, yeah. a boy from a boy to then right now and have nothing in between there. You know, I mean, oh, he what, had to go. What would it be? What would it be, be really? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Mandalorian's lives that boring where <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, was, it was one of those things, though. Like, I remember? mean, look at Ragnar. Ragnar yeah. didn't really get any recognition until his dad was yeah. taken out of the picture. I don't know. The lot about Mandalore, you know, Mandalorians. If okay, you go from a boy to a man, and nothing, nothing just happens in between. You know, no, All right. no, no conflict with other Mandalorians. Nothing, nothing happens in between. That just that's that's not good story stuff to me. You know, well, the, just, I think yeah, I think the story with him being so boring though is remember like their sect of Death Watch, which as we find out, really isn't Death Watch or Children of the Watch. They really are like on exile, right? So they really his story is kind of boring. So they it picked them so up. I mean, think about it though. She, she kind of she kind of alluded to that they were in hiding, right? So right. they their planets taken over because people were asking like, where the hell have you guys been? And they're like, yeah, we lived we in basically it. like we've been hiding all yeah. over the place. Oh yeah, so wearing our helmets. It wasn't one rebel out of the bunch that you know one kid out of the bunch that was like, I'm not, you know, um, I, would that be Din? I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, oh, if, if 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 there if if you got a bunch of people together, you can't tell me everyone is going to act the same the whole time just because of a set or a religion and everything. So I, I don't think I don't think oh. Din Djarin is quite as interesting as Cassian Andor. He's that's a good. That's a fair point. I like that. That's a fair yeah, point. I agree. I, I don't. Fair point. I agree, and that's and what's interesting about that statement is that we know. But like we know how Cassian's story ends. We know the end of that story. We don't know the end of Din's story. And you're right. Like when I think about how there's only one season left of Andor, and that's basically gonna fill in the rest of the gaps. Like there's not gonna be a reason for that character to show up again, like at all. So, you know, that's gonna be that. That makes me kind of kind of sad. And here I'm you know, I'm thinking about where where we leave Din and where we leave Grogu, and they it seems like that status quo could go on for a long 20, time. 30 years before anyone even, you know, bothers them. Especially when you figure they're going to be, you know, Gro Grogu's only going to get more and more confident in his abilities, stronger. And like Luke said, you know, until he masters his abilities, you know, he's going to be in danger. So that's something that's going to end up happening one way or the other. Um, I mean, I could see, I, I that's the thing about this, about this series is you could see an enormous time jump. Um, yeah. But What's great about this series is I don't think like Andor, I think Andor, the success of it depends solely on your connection to Andor, the character. And I think with Mandalorian, you know, Din himself is sort of like a stand in for, you know, the main character because it is a little bit like a video game. Right. So I don't I don't think that it's the same. Like our relationship with the character is a little bit different with um, with Din than it is with Andor. Maybe maybe, maybe look at it like a partnership. Like, let's say this story was R2 and 3PO. So the two of them together are strong, but separate, you know, who cares? 
So I think Din Grogu make Din Jaren strong. I think that's that's a story. And I think they they feed off each other. I mean, because when when one of them is in peril, the other one pitches in and vice versa. I mean, they're like they're a little more than father and son because we don't want that because then that means that Grogu has to kill Din because that's the way this all works, right? That's the way this all works. So we don't really want that. We want them to help and encourage each other and make a better story or a better character or whatever. I mean, I, and even that last scene, we had so much of like the, 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 the Lars homestead going on there. Right. And how it was now, this is the beginning and this is how it's going to start. Like we have, I don't know. How many seasons do they have projected for this show? Uh, at least they, so the crazy thing is they had written originally like six or seven. No, um, but, but the big kicker became the movie thing, right? Because the idea is, is if we do four and then it leads up to Thrawn. So how do we restart? Because we know, I guess we don't know if they're really ending a Thrawn or what this Filoni verse will do with Thrawn and leading into, um, Rise of Skywalker or actually The Force Awakens. So, like, where do you pick it up again, right? Because, I mean, we've kind of rewritten canon, but we haven't. Because now we know that Mandalore is being rebuilt. And it's going to be a thriving planet again at some point in the next millennia, right? They're going to be a rebirth of the Mandalorians. So why not do that, right? We can do a movie. We can do another series. So if we were to do season five, we can call it Rebirth of the Mandalore or whatever. And we can Let's literally make it. They should. I mean, if I had the, the money to be able to do a, a fan movie or whatever, that would be cool. But, I mean, really think about it. Like, how do you have multiple seasons? Because season four we're not going to see probably till the Christmas before this movie comes out. Because I'm guessing his movie's going to come out on a May time slot. Um, so, Wait, yeah. May of 25 or May of 26? Uh, they, say, thinking, they say, like, what year or something like that? 25 is going to, well, the Ray movie's first, so his will be the second movie. So it, it, it's weird because they said the Ray movie is supposed to be first, followed by that prequel movie, um, and then this will be the third movie. So that will put it in 26 because that Ray movie's already, I mean, it's been in, getting in, in writing. They're just getting the cast together now. And then so that's three years. Start, so. so one season of Mando, you know, maybe. So one one season Amanda between now and then one season A. Amanda, we're gonna get we're probably gonna get two seasons of we'll probably get one season Amanda and two of Ahsoka. That's two of I'm Ahsoka, thinking. one of Bad Batch, yeah, one of Bad Batch, yeah. the Acolyte, one of Skeleton Crew coming. Skeleton Crew and yeah. Andor is in there too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Andor, Andor. is Andor related? Andor. That's an interesting question because it would be interesting for them to be able to tie, like if they started tying the beginnings of what back. we're seeing here into. You know, and or like, which is, I think, you know, between well, technically, it's 10 years all, before this, it's, it's all tie. I mean, they're having Mom Mothman. Um, well, yeah. they have Mothman in, in the um, in the prequel stuff, so yeah. technically, there's like a thread, you know, that, that ties into stuff. So, but so um, for, for the first order to show up, I posit that Mon Mothma has to screw something up ridiculously big when she is in charge of the New Republic. 
Yeah, and she I feel like their bank account was is that's what happens. She, she they're thinks, they're paying that off. Like I feel I feel like if we talk about Chekhov's Mythosaur, and this is not exactly Mando season three, but they're really they're really teasing that Mon Mothma is going to have a lot of trouble being in charge of the Republic, and it's going to be all seated in like this familial drama that they've been introducing yeah. in um in Andor, which is really interesting to have, like to have that be the reason that like, she can't unify the factions of the Republic and why it shatters and why the first order comes back would be a very interesting plot for them to set up. But that's, that's, that's off topic. And I don't necessarily want to start making no, my own head can. None of this is off topic. <laughs> this is all oh, yeah. star Wars and none of this yeah. is, it doesn't matter. We're just, we're just, we're just talking. So, I mean, that, but that makes yeah. sense. Another leader that fails the 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 good guys fall apart and we'll say just evil rises up that's palpatine's thing he likes to see both sides fail and to me it's like ringer of chaos and to me it's like why wasn't leia in charge and how like and like if we're talking about fate or whatever and obviously fiction that exists so like leia should be the person who's in charge of the new republic right so if if she's not because she rejects it or for what wants to do Jedi training in stage and instead of Mom Mothma's there, I mean that that could be a, a heavy duty you know a heavy duty consequence of um, you know her decision to train with Luke, her decision to have a kid. I, I, I'm there's a lot of different and interesting plot points that are you know to come in the next couple of years in in universe and Star Wars. Like I think what Ben Solo should be being born around this time. So right. you know. Yeah there's a lot of canonical, you know, drama <laughs> going they, on with these. They, they would really have to plug that hole for me. Like when Ben Solo is born, like I want to, what just explain that because that was really out of the blue. They really didn't because there was already a family, but there was already a solo family, but then they added Ben and he, you know, why not? Build off what was already there that we, the comic that's book that's readers. A very were. interesting story. What right the, the the Jason and Anakin story? They couldn't do that. Mm. Yeah, the Jason, that. Anakin, and, and there was a girl, Jana. You can't you can't tell that story without having, no. I think, the Yuzun Vong show up, and that is such a big deal. If it happens, that it would it would be yeah that's super long. Another, that's another song itself. Plus, I mean, what happens after the that EU? with Jason? This is the old EU. The okay. old days, back in the day when, and it's funny, you know, I was thinking about this. The very first EU story, the whole plot is they're cloning Luke Skywalker because they figure out a way to put force sensitivity into clones. Uh, Shat, Splinter of the Mind's Eye trend is the one I'm talking about. Spl- here. Yeah, Splinter, that's a great book, and and that's what Moff Gideon was doing. Right, right. right? That's how big a poser he is. He can't even not rip off some he story he for his own fanfic. He's got to rip. <laughs> You know, he probably has Splinter of the Mind's Eye in his like back pocket, and he's reading it. What am I going to do now? Yeah, oh, I'll do this. Oh. Well, what's interesting about that? What's interesting about that story, and what made me think about it, is that what what they do is they basically have a fake Obi Wan that lures Luke into some confrontation. So that would be an interesting, uh, you know, it would be interesting to see what Palpatine does to mess with him because obviously it's effective. We see that in uh, Episode Eight that Luke obviously is susceptible to whatever uh, trickeration. Palpatine is subjecting him to trickery. It's always family oriented. Also, I mean, it's never about like you know a, a, an entire planet. It has to be family. 
like a friend, a fan, something. Luke is very, uh, I mean, you can manipulate him on yeah. a very basic level. So he hasn't really achieved that. Like Vader, you, he could care less. He, he could yeah. care less until the end when mm-hmm. he was finally falling apart and he saw what a, what Palpatine was doing and how he didn't like being influenced and twisted by somebody. I mean, I think I was it. I mean, I think he, that's what turned him is he knew that Palpatine didn't have his best interest in mind. Palpatine would have killed him in a second. And that's yeah, what yeah. Luke helped him realize. Right. Yeah. yeah. But in, in hindsight, when you think about the story, um, you know, think about Luke's training on Dagobah with, with um, Yoda, right? And, and the character flaw in Luke Skywalker himself, you said it, he's vulnerable. He didn't even mm-hmm. finish his training, right? Because he was so vulnerable, emotionally charged that he cut his, his training off. Correct. He cut yeah. his training off to go try to save them when Yoda said, you're not ready, right? Mm-hmm. But so is Yoda we, trustworthy? Yoda is a corrupt figure of the Jedi Order presiding over their entire yeah, downfall. Was, he tells Luke, don't say that. He, he, just like the rest of them. But, but think about it, though. Like, he, he, Yoda realizes his downfall, right? And that's that whole balance between the light and the dark, right? That kind of gray Jedi. And I really think, um, in hindsight, looking back, that's really where we see Yoda at now, that he becomes that Qui-Gon in that moment. He realizes, I effed up, right? I should have been more of a Qui-Gon because you need the light and the dark to become the perfect Jedi. And I think that's where he kind of like gives up a little, you know, that gives in, so to speak, to Luke's emotion. You know, more like Qui-Gon was more of an emotionally charged person, more reasoning, not just, you know, this is the code of the Jedi. You have to follow this. You know, there's two different sides. So I, I just feel like, you know, when we talk about the story and really why we needed that duel of the fates, you know, that duality story, that's, that brings, I think that would be the, the main thing that like, as we get into these stories and discuss this, that brings us all full circle, right? That duel of the fates, like it, duality of a Jedi and, and the Sith and the light and the dark. That's what this has always been about with the family. And I just think that's a big mess still to this day is like to get that. And well, I, I heard they'll do, they're going to talk about that in the Ahsoka series when they do this whole dark Jedi that they're not Sith because the Sith are, you know, rebuilding or whatever. And you can only have a rule of two. So dark Jedi are just people that fail from the order, but aren't really Sith followers. It's like the difference between people that celebrate Christmas and the people that, <clears throat> you know, don't. Yeah. The, the, the people that celebrate Christmas and the people that go to church every single week. You know what I mean? Like the Sith are much more <laughs> like, like mainline traditional, yeah. you know, they do the whole liturgy, you know, these, these dark Jedi there, they're more loosey goosey. Maybe there's a guitar in their service. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so how would that be? How would that be if we went all the way back in the beginning of everything and it actually started with the Sith, like they were the ones that were in charge and had making the rules and everyone was happy. And all of a sudden here come the, the light side, the Jedi, and they're sort of rebels in their own right. And they somehow get a foothold and stamp the Sith down. Wouldn't that be enough to, to make to make Palpatine angry enough to hold, to carry on this fight for all these decades, centuries? Well, it, it does, but it also it begs a differ. You know, Hitch has me and Hitch has had this argument multiple times. Like, we're, it, we'll really find out 
what path the Jedi went to because all of, we're thinking Jedi's are keeper of the peace all the time. That may clearly be. clearly something went wrong when we see this prequel movie because that's going to open the doors up to what the Jedi were really about. Yeah. And then somewhere between that and the High Republic, rules got rewritten and it became more of you know this is our code instead of the true code of the Jedi. So mm-hmm. I mean I think that's an interesting take and it's it's a great take because it's something we talk about all the time like. We want to know like the stories and we're, mm-hmm. it seems like, I don't know, maybe somebody on Star Wars is secretly watching our podcast or, or listening to our, our thoughts and a lot of you guys' thoughts as well. Mm-hmm. That's they're trying to find out where we live is what they're trying to do. Exactly. What our IP addresses are. You, you know, Mickey Mouse is at it. Um, so, I mean, that's a really good point as far as, and, and, and his, you know, he's our history buff. He could speak to this when um, Democrats <laughs> and Republicans were, of a different ideology, you know, idea. Yeah, they flip flop. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. about almost a hundred years ago and everything. Um, mm-hmm. The Jedi could could have been a whole different thing, you know, uh, where we think that okay, that they were like the lights. They weren't always a light side. They were maybe had elements of the dark side or whatever, um, and then switch philosophies. <laughs> Something happened, you know. That would be a super interesting story, you know, to find out that they were one thing, then all of a sudden turned into another thing. And then now this thing, you know, or is bringing elements back from from when they originated and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 things change because you're dealing with people and humans and stuff. You're dealing with um, um, people who are malleable, who who have you know uh, different you know sets of societies and different you know technologies and stuff to influence them and you know bring them into different um, areas and periods and stuff. Things don't always change; to have to stay the same. You know, and and you know, throughout history. Well, you have to also remember that from a historical perspective, you know, the stories that get passed down are always written later. They're never the one. They're never written usually at the time. time, So, like, so, like for instance, the new foundation myth of Mandalore is like if we come back to it in fifty years, that we know the actual sequence of events because we watched it. We watched them do it. We watched them like the Forge. We know who did what at every. Like, we know it. We know exactly what happened. Well. Is that the story that we're going to encounter on Mandalore at yeah, right. different periods of time? Maybe not necessarily because maybe, you know, further down the line, there's a change in leadership and the new leadership doesn't want to make it seem like they weren't involved in the foundation. So they have to alter the foundation myth to make that one person very central. I'm looking at you, Joseph Stalin. <laughs> you did that. And then later, subsequently erased people from photographs. And there's a lot of control over that information, right? Um, and I think to tie this back into our larger conversation about the Jedi and the Sith, you know, it's very likely that if we look at the actual foundation events of maybe the Republic or of, you know, the Republic's foundation after the Sith empire or whatever, we could find that there's, you know, very good reasons that the Jedi order built their temple on top of a dark side nexus, right? There could be very good reasons that they abhor attachment of all kinds and that they don't let you grow up with your family. And that, you know, there could be very good reasons that these things are the case that are like common knowledge to the, the inhabitants of the galaxy far, far away, because their history is essentially littered with tin pot empire emperors who got all hopped up on the dark side <laughs> and started conquering stuff. And they're like, well, it's a really terrible idea to let somebody that, uses the force own property because as soon as you do, they just want everything. Uh, and maybe that's just in there. Like they just know it like the same way we know 
how mm-hmm. like money corrupts you like as a society like we know that because we live in a capitalist society and we know what happens if somebody starts you know gives you give someone a trillion dollars and they're just going to misuse it we know that because we're in a capitalist society but if we weren't and we weren't familiar with you know the corrupting nature of capital it would be understandable if we didn't have those stories in our lexicon right right so it's very it makes a lot of sense that we don't have any stories about people using the force and <laughs> conquering stuff because we don't have the force, right? Like that doesn't exist. So it, it that all that all lines up. But these like the Jedi were in charge of stuff or were involved in the governance of the Galactic Republic for like twenty thousand years. That's a very long time. And when we yeah. look at how religions and I and I think of the Jedi as a it's a religious body. But when right. we think of how religions shift look at you know christianity or islam or buddhism over a couple centuries look at it over a couple millennia and there is a huge differentiation in the culture in the holidays that are celebrated in the behaviors that are rewarded all that stuff shifts historically um so it'll be interesting to see all of that in the context of the jedi and uh you know i i think that we had there's a lot more that they could show us that would illustrate you know how these these people live or, or that and what their history is which i want to know yeah. and, and you know what's interesting even with this new this new race we're getting this new mandalorian race there's a faction built into it there's the faction that wears the helmet and there's the faction that doesn't have to wear the helmet so don't you think that after several decades that's going to create a a divide absolutely i mean, I mean could, yeah there can be another civil war mandalorian civil war again and that and that's what we're taught that's what that, that's this whole story that's what we're always talking about is there's there's this society that that there's some definite divide that splits them and i like the way i like the way they're i like the way that they're they're working together right now like it's really it's really aggressive and they're really all into it and they can you know the ones that want to take the helmet off take the helmet off the ones that don't don't now ragnar where do, where does he come in because he's new i mean he's the only character that i know that's a new mandalorian he was just given the right to walk the the, the way of the creed where where is he going to fall his dad was legit like where the he hell was, he was death watch yeah so yeah. he was his father was really the last member of death watch and last we'll put it this way ragnar would be what bo-katan is because he would be considered royalty right right because so they was would royalty be, yeah so, so he would be their their leader like the ones that kept the helmet on yeah think about it he would be mandalore hmm. right he would be man he would be the one going as mandalore the great yeah so if we're talking you know sequel era time jump sequel era we're talking about a 45 50 year old up and coming ragnar dealing with the sunset of the bo-katan regime because she's in her 80s and and that's like being 55 years old out of favor right yeah so that there has to be some importance to his ceremony at the end of this season there has to be something there that you know he's gonna be a leader somehow and he's going to have to pick up the pieces once some other side falls apart 
and he has to do it right. And and I think to bring it back to like the um the amount of episodes and the time you have to tell your story is where the Andor effect came in, where Andor had twelve episodes to tell his story. You know, and I actually told it well in sections, almost like a four quarter story. Yeah, this could have been the same way. If I don't know why Disney doesn't um didn't allow you know four more episodes to be told. Maybe they're hung up on like, okay, it needs to be eight episodes, and this is what we want to cover. Um, a a lot, a lot could a a lot in the season could have been told a lot better had it had more time to breathe. You know. Um, you know, especially what was happening at the end with them all coming together because it all came together sort of like smooth, maybe a little too smooth, you know, where it wasn't that much that much conflict where you you would think that these two factions that have been, you know, warring and, you know, been at each other's throats for such a long time, it would have been a lot more conflict between beliefs, you know, especially with the taking off of the helmet to me. Yeah, yeah. I I think I think it became a budget thing, to be honest, because when we talk about the shows to take it back to Stranger Things, I mean, Stranger Things has been spending 25 million a show. Right. Reportedly, the Mandalorian was at 16 and with Disney's budget cuts that even got cut even tighter. So if we really think about how this is going, I mean, two more probably would have been too tight. Plus, we look at the release calendar, what they got. It's one of those budget things to wear and then keep in mind this was chapek era right so he wasn't big on you know disney plus and he wasn't big on you know these properties that's where Iger's back now that these properties are bigger stories he's opening that budget up and he's reallocating funds so to get two more i understand i definitely think we would add two more um Mm -hmm. and the biggest payoff is the whole snitch or the whole spy thing right I mean, let's be honest. They they skipped it. They ran out of time. Whatever we say, they wanted to go into that story and they wanted to give us a spy. I just think they ran out of time. Yeah, they didn't explain it. They, they didn't, didn't explain it enough. Enough. Yeah, we assume we assume yeah. who it is. There's one, and that's right. Moff Gideon's lady. But the other spies with the S, there was no second spy, and I think that's just a time issue. And, and that could be Pershing because after his mind was fried, they could, be, could yeah. they could do whatever they want with him. Right. Because there was a purpose to that. And that so there's there's a hole. Okay, there's a fault of this season. Is they we this character that we were introduced to in C, in episode one of Mandalorian, mm-hmm. we now got him back and basically he was turned into a boiled egg and we have no idea what happened after that. And it was great. And it was great. It was a great scene. We we I mean, I rewatch it and I'm like, wow, I feel bad. What what happens next? I always want to know what happens to someone that gets really fried. Well, right. it happened to it happened to Bix. She seems I mean, as of now, she seems okay, right? She right, kinda right, stumbled right, right. on she stumbled onto the ship. That's the last thing we've seen her is her stumbling onto the ship for right, this right. She got onto the ship and she's cool, so we're gonna see her in the next season, but what about Pershing? And you know, I mean, they, those. So they better they better pay it off in this next episode. They better open with it, you know. Like, see, episode one better be Pershing coming back as some sort of maniacal cloning genius and making Palpatines everywhere and Moff Gideon's everywhere. Palpatines, lots of Palpatines. Get your Palpatines here. Maybe, maybe, maybe Gideon is 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 has him with um, you know 
taking care of the other clones that that should have been on the other other part of Mandalore or another planet or somewhere. You know? Right, because because Din didn't kill all the Gideons, right? There, there's, we're, we're there's assuming. There's, we're assuming. Yeah, there's got to be one. There's got to be one or two somewhere floating. I gotta around. think that is is um brilliant as Moff Gideon is. He didn't keep them all in one place. You know, right. Right. Well, you know that the theory is that that person that was killed was not Gideon, but a clone. Yeah. I mean, it's floating out there. It would make I mean, sense. That would make sense. I mean, they're showing the photos because Gideon had a mustache. This clone didn't have a mustache. This person didn't have a mustache. Um, I, re- I actually, I actually, I actually that's, watched That's it. some cartoon it, stuff right there. The know. weird part is, is I was watching that last episode, so... When Bo-Katan hit his armor, she actually slashed his armor with the dark saber, and she didn't even cut it. Right. So on the flip side, mm. is this Inferno strong enough to burn this Beskar alloy? All at once, and That's it's what I'm not. Saying. You know, the armor is not. It's not like. Uh, it's not like King Arthur armor. There's <laughs> still there's there's holes. I mean, there's places where there's still like uniform, like cloth. Well, not Gideon's. Gideon's was a robotic suit. That's why the more I think about this, the more I know he's not dead. Well, he's okay. like, I'm in, a, I'm in a dark trooper suit, except now it's yeah, got right? a great brain. My brain. Oh. He's in a dark trooper suit with, like, fire retard or whatever in this thing. Like, bro's not. I don't think. The more I watch that, I watched it earlier. He's yeah, not he's dead. not done. Nobody, he's not, he's not done. Well, that, that's, not a, that's a capital ship exploding in a hole. I mean, that's yeah, a lot th- of fire and fury. I don't keep think it, anything's going to stand up to that. Except well, our man Grogu. Grogu, using the we, force, we, yo. We also thought that uh, Boba, Boba Fett was dead and a Snarlax stomach. Oh. It's almost like it's a comic book. and right. They can do anything they want, and we just are going to love it and go, yummy, yummy, yummy. yummy give yummy, me more, yummy. no matter what they do. Yummy, yummy. Yummy, 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 Mr. Mickey Mouse. Give me more, please. You know, in my mouth. Hey. <laughs> well, yeah, that went a little left, but it, well, I'll let it slide. We'll let it slide for this episode. <laughs> we will let it slide for this episode. But um, yeah, guys, you know, kind of wrapping up season three. Um, you know, it's it's wild. You know, like I think we, everybody on the panel here, said the same thing. We are excited about it. Would we have liked more content? Yeah. Would we like more? But overall, but still a huge success. Like. So, 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 so to go back to what you said at the very beginning of the episode, you know, I guess to, to round everything up, um, we are spoiled because we, are. we, we, we definitely, we get this stuff and then complain about it <laughs> or talk about it to death once we get it, you know, um, but like, America, like we complain said, about everything. Hey, that's, that's what we do as Americans. That's, we can't help it. I but, think, um, sorry, John, I did, no, no, no. no. No, that, that's fine. I mean, just like Hitch said, I mean, we, we gobble it up, you know, it comes in our mouths, you know, we just can't help but eat it. Consumers. We're consumers. Come on. We're now. consumers. We, we're like Pac-Man, you know, we, we, we got to gobble it up. It's, it's interesting that like, you know, the only watch of this season that is going to be like ours are the contemporary ones because like two months, like no one is gonna watch season three of the Mandalorian over two months. That's never gonna happen again. I mean, a week, maybe you do one a day if you're if you're being careful and you want to actually like stretch it. But you're not gonna wait a week and watch like between seven and episode seven and episode eight of this, right? That's never gonna not. happen. Uh, no one's gonna watch. There, I hope you don't do that. No one's gonna watch that seventh episode and then be like, you know what? 
trying to I'm do out. something else for six I'm weeks. A, I'm gonna wait till next week. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till next week. I'm gonna wait till so next I, week. I'm watching. So what's interesting is for everybody that is from here on, right? For everybody that's watching this season, the only option really available to them is going to be to watch it all at once. So you know, it's going to really, it is going to change the reaction, like you were yeah, saying. Yeah. And I think that that's that's something that's good. Uh, and we're just going to have to get used to in the future watching it all at once. And everybody that hasn't seen it now, like now today when we record it, is going to experience it that way. Right. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah. going to explore with the damn stream. Everybody's going to experience it just in a different way and everything. And so we're going to come back to the to the content as they just keep coming back to because I mean it's Star Wars. I mean it's so much it's so much stuff <laughs> happening in the universe um that you just can't help but come back i mean you got the force stuff and then you got the mandalorian stuff you just got you know you just got a whole bunch of stuff that you can get into i mean and think about it though we've had two successful shows really realistically not driven by jedi we've had andor and we've had this even though there were jedi elements in there We've shown other things, you know. I, I know Hitch has said this. I really wish they would have did the work squadron, but that's canceled. Um, it looks like what they're going to do, and this is alleged, that the stuff from Rogue Squadron, they're adding in the skeleton crew, and we'll see a little bit more of the kind of Rogue Squadron idea in Season 5 when he's working with the uh, New Republic. So I think they're going to try to bleed that in a little more as far as letting us see more of the squadron, so to speak, um, since we're not getting that series. Um which would be nice because I really would have liked to seen that project, you know, the, you know, more space battles. And that would have been the first of its kind. There ha really have something like that, that um, more that space marshal, you know, we had that episode, but to see that weekly to have like space marshals and all that stuff. And would have been um, cool. It would have been, but, uh, been cool. Yeah. It, it would get real like Battlestar Galactic-y though. You know, if you had just star battles, like, just dog fights going on over territory. It would be like, I don't know, real seventies sci-fi. Definitely would have been interesting to see. But I mean, like, like we said, to see anything Filoni and, and Favreau touch, it's, I mean, they would have found a way to pull it off for sure. You know, so that, that's our, that's one of those what ifs, like, you know, we've all talked about the, the what if stories. That's, I think that's our big miss is I, I'd love to see the star Wars. What ifs, um, I'm ready for it. after Ahsoka. I think is when they yeah. I, because yeah. I, I really feel like they they're gonna end up in that world between worlds. And once you go there in one of these mainline live action series, that opens up the door to all of those secondary right. you know what timelines is. to exist. That trailer where she fights that Balin guy, that is in that that is in the world between worlds. So whether she like and I don't know too much about it i haven't got any information but allegedly somebody had said that they I guess were pulled from a timeline because they have like ancient weapons so to speak like their armor like mm -hmm. dudes have like kind of armor and that's mm -hmm. not a jedi thing so i don't know if they were pulled from another timeline but i mean this world between worlds it really is going to change what we know you know phonetically in star wars which will be cool because they're just not they're just trying to not call it the multiverse huh no, it's. I mean, it is the same thing, right? Everybody has it. I mean, they're trying not to call the real multiverse the multiverse. Right, right. <laughs> That's a Marvel thing. We'll stay away yeah. from that. Okay. Right. Well, well not even Marvel. It's a eventually, over time, probabilities all equal out to zero, and we all tumble into the same singularity. So causality yeah. doesn't have to matter. That's all it all means. Just relax. Everything's fine. Oh. And uh, <laughs> just, just inhale deeply, and you'll be good. Right. Just hope you don't yeah. live long enough to have your atoms ripped apart 
in the, in the tidal waves at the end of time. Right. And you don't have yeah. to be ripped apart in a transporter beam on an uh, underfunded uh, Enterprise starship. What if they find out, like, like a couple hundred years into the Star Trek universe, like, oh, no, every time we transported someone, we, we killed them. They, they died. Every they single time. If we every transport time. five people, only four survive. Five deaths. Five deaths. Five transports, five deaths, technically. That's just how things work. You're really literally killing them and starting a whole new, a new copy. Every time. Like the Prestige. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> they're like oh my god we've been doing this for so long and they're like now and now introducing the escalator use it instead of murdering your crew 30 million times. Right. we'll just escalate you to the next ship it's fine <laughs> it's just as quick and you'll survive <laughs> and you'll survive but no yeah guys another another fun wrap up um, excited for what's coming for the rest of the year so far so are we going to come yeah. back next week and do as Visions Seasons 2 the next week? No, next oh, week is off week. We're going to do after Divisions. Yeah, because Divisions yeah. comes out on uh, May the 4th, right? Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, next uh, the week after. So, yeah, the week after. Um, in the next two days, um, I'll be playing um, uh, Jedi Survivor. So that comes out Thursday morning, midnight. So I'll be up all night tomorrow night. Playing this uh, new Star Wars game, so for all those, it looks who good. It looks it does. great. And the cool thing is, is this is a canon story, so this will be a little bit before this time period, but this is a, a story that will be looped into this whole Filoniverse. So this, uh-huh. that is, so that's the interesting part is it's part of this overall theory. Um, will we see Cal Kestis on a big screen? That's the big thing. Cameron Monaghan loves working with Star Wars. Um, we even even got into our argument. On backstage and off camera about you know other people's ideas and thoughts about Star Wars that are now crawling back to work, but um, you know we'll leave that for another week. Um, There'll be plenty of time for us to talk. Oh, about it definitely that. will be. Definitely will be because I think that'll be a fun discussion to have. It's uh, for all those who, know, who haven't known. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of inklings of actors coming back and whatnot, and interesting talk so we'll get into um as we said we come back we're gonna have a week break next week we'll get into star wars visions um and depending on how that runs maybe we will do a news and notes as far as um you know that'll lead us into you know obviously you know may the 4th and usually star wars has some big stuff planned for that there'll be releases there'll probably be another shasoka trailer so we'll probably get into the visions and then we'll go into maybe discussion as far as you know some news and notes as far as star wars since we'll be off about it'll be two weeks on the time that we are live again. So until next week, or actually till the following week, as we see you, this is the way. This is the way. way.